you can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Relax. relax. I'm Colleen Ballinger. I'm her husband. No, you're Eric Stockland. You're your they don't own know me person. as that. They know me as your husband. No, that's not true. They know you as the famous Eric Stockland who plays Matt on Good Trouble. Not any article I've ever read. Well, anyway, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. We have a very exciting episode for you guys today. In case you've never listened before, this podcast is just um, a thing we decided to do when we were locked in quarantine. We're like, hey, let's force ourselves to have like a date night once a week where we just like hang out. And it's like you guys get to be like a fly on the wall during our date night where we just talk and hang out. That's a good way of describing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you clicked on this starting at episode nine, thinking this was a, a relaxing meditation podcast. You would be incorrect. incorrect. I mean, maybe for some people. I'm not going to judge. Well, anyway, hello, everyone. Uh, we we're excited to have you here today. So let's get into it. Lovey. Yes. Who needs to relax this week? Am I going first? I can go first. Who do you want to go first? Who needs to relax? You go. All right. Who needs to relax? Um, I would have to say, I haven't thought about this. This is going to be Shocker. whatever <laughs> pissed me off today, I guess. Um, I would have to say, oh man. Oh no, now I'm like stressed because I didn't think about this prior. How about this? How about baby products? And the, the baby, pro baby product industry. Because I think it's really stupid how they like take advantage of women who are going through a very emotional, hormonal, stressful, terrifying time mm -hmm. and go like, your baby will die if you don't use our product. You know what I mean? Like the scariest time of your life. And the reason I was thinking about this today is because we have a stroller that I don't like and I wanted to get a new stroller and trying to find a new stroller oh, okay. was infuriating. Yeah, thank it was goodness for friends and people that had had children before when we went through this. So we mm -hmm. had at least... Um an aisle to walk down as opposed to many aisles right. uh, because there's a lot that they throw at you and uh, it can get very expensive and you feel you want to do your best. What else? So I you think get they're all lying. The, you get all the things, the bells and whistles. Um, but I think they're lying. Like they're like, this is the best car seat. This is know. the best stroller. This yeah. is the best this. And you but said then, it, change, it changes yeah, every, every year. year. They're like, well, actually that car seat you had last year is now recalled. And if you have it, your d baby won't survive. So now you have to buy this one. So it's like every year you have to buy new mm -hmm. stuff. But I'm like, so does that mean the whole last year I was using something that was not safe for my child? Or are you lying now so that I'll buy a new product? I don't yeah. like it. It upsets me. It's not as bad now that he's a toddler, but when he was a little baby... I feel like every product we had, it remember would like boppies. Ah, oh, the boppy. Yes, remember the boppy. Of course, I remember boppy. It was like I had never heard of a boppy. Yeah, it's like you have to have a boppy, otherwise you're a horrible parent. Well, it's, yeah. Well, it's more like not. If you that, don't know what a boppy just, is. I don't know. Do you remember what a boppy is? I, it's the like the it's like a rubber like harness seat kind of contraption. No, that's not the boppy. That's not the boppy. That's the bumbo. <laughs> I guess not. That's the bumbo. Oh, the bumbo. <laughs> yeah. How, <laughs> the boppy, how in the world could I have gotten those confused? The boppy is the pillow that goes around my waist while I'm breastfeeding. Oh, no, give me the boppy. I need the boppy. Yeah, Where's yeah, the boppy? Yeah. The bumbo is the plastic weird seat thing that he sat in. Me, me. Uh, which now has a seat belt, which is annoying me. Me 2018 walking onto a flight holding a boppy under one arm. A pregnancy pillow under the and other. A pregnancy <laughs> pillow under the other. First class. <laughs> Oh yeah, they baby. love this. They love this up there. 
So I think, and I'm I'm just saying, I appreciate that they want to keep our babies safe. I'm not talking about safety protocols and laws that are keeping babies safe. I'm talking about the companies that are using the stressed out, like vulnerable. You're You're in a vulnerable vulnerable. position. Yes. You're backed into a corner. You have to spend. They put baby in a corner from. Yes. Famous quote from what movie? Baby in the what? Baby Baby in in the the corner? corner? Yeah. We've gone over this. No, we have not. Baby in the corner. Dirty dancing. That's not from that movie. Uh, you never told me that. Baby hmm. in the... I thought it was baby in the bathtub or something. Wasn't that the quote? I don't know. Anyway, who needs to relax for you? Besides me, clearly. Uh, this is a big one for me. Okay. I'm I'm going at... I'm, I, I'm now... Uh, I have this platform, right? Platform? I have this platform. This, this, this podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm in a position of power. Okay. Finally. Relax. And I'm going at <laughs> what are you Eric about? with a C. The name Eric spelled with a C. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm relaxing. I'm canceling them. You're canceling everyone who's named Eric with a well, C? I just want to say this. I don't know if it's like this for people now or for you when you were growing up, but for me, my name is spelled with a K. I'm mm-hmm. Eric E R I K. Uh for me in elementary school, there was like five or six Eric's. Mm-hmm. I was the only Eric with a K. They mm. were all Eric's with a C. And I felt like a freak. No, the K is awesome. I love the K. I think it's awesome too. I'm I not saying it. I don't think it's awesome. I just said I, I was I was ostracized. I was bullied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I felt like a freak because my name ended with a K. And now with this platform. You're just going to cancel everyone I'm with saying, a C? Boo you, Eric with C's. Why? It's it's K from now on. K is the dominant Eric. You want the C Eric's to get can't to get bullied like you did? No, oh no, yeah, no, I'm not responding. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it's with a K now, everybody. Okay, I'm just saying that's that's okay. it. So you just want them all to relax. You just don't. You're just like over Eric's with the C. Yeah, it's it's pretty broad. My my who needs to relax this week. But also before you continue talking about this, if you have more to say, I just realized we have not addressed the fact that Eric walked in the podcast room tonight <laughs> in a suit. It is, by the way, it is 10 p.m. Love, it's a visual. It's a it's an audio medium. I don't, don't care. It's a, it is 10 p.m. We put the baby to sleep. We ate a quick snack because we haven't even eaten dinner yet. And we're like, oh, we Why have to record the podcast fashion choice i'm not knocking your fashion choice i'm i'm literally in leggings and a baggy sweatshirt it's actually our merch so check out our merch if you want to um but why and i said why are you in a suit and he said no reason and i was like you know actually we should talk about this on the podcast why are you wearing a suit (laughs) there's not really a reason what do you mean there's not a reason? What if I came there's in here not. in a ball gown? You would, I would be like, be okay. I would be more than okay with it. But you would want to understand why. Uh, you, there's not, there's not a reason. There's got <laughs> to be a reason. What made you go like, I'm going to wear a suit tonight? Like you weren't wearing this today. You were wearing yeah, I know, pajamas. I was walking around in a suit. Uh, well, that's the thing. We always, every time we've recorded this podcast, uh, we've been pretty much in pajamas. Mm-hmm. Like we record it later in the evening. Yes. Um, and it's just nice to be comfortable, sure. But I, I we're we're marking a year. You okay? Did I make a weird noise? <laughs> well, no, I was just like when you walked in, I was like, okay. Yeah. My, my first thought was, is he going to propose? Oh, we're already married. Like right. I, that's what I thought. I was like, is he going to propose to me uh, on the podcast today? A like podcast proposal. But we're already married, so I'm uh, like, what is yeah. the reason? No, I um, it's, we've been pretty much very uh, 
following guidelines and yeah. quarantine guidelines for a year at this point. Mm-hmm. Around a year ago, I bought this suit. I think I own two, maybe three suits, and I I bought a new suit for mm-hmm. the, the things that you wear suits to. And so I had bought a suit a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I still have yet to get to wear it to any occasion. So you're just going to wear it for our podcast today. So I thought uh, for, an again, an audio medium, why not uh, throw... I'm not wearing shoes. Does that make you more comfortable? Less no, comfortable? No, I'm, I'm comfortable with you wearing a suit. I think you look very handsome. I just was confused as to why you would voluntarily put on an uncomfortable outfit for what is supposed to be a cozy, just like well, what, night uh, in chatting about I don't know stuff. what other occasion I would have to wear it. Okay. Well, you know what I think? I think you dressed up because of our interview that we have later in this episode that's oh, very it's also, exciting. Yeah, it's also a very big episode. We have a very big interview. Yeah, I and, know you uh, would never dress up for me. You're obviously dressing up because whoa. we have a huge... What are you talking we about? We have a huge interview with... I would never dress up for you? What is that supposed to be? You <laughs> oh, need God, me to dress up for you? <laughs> no, I don't need to. No, look, I... look at me. No, what? <laughs> are you... Well, you, you literally said you were like... It was really... It was really really contentious i know you'd never dress up for me as okay, if i'm like first some of all, relax like, i'm a comedian and it was the start of a joke that you didn't let me finish you would only dress up I'm for a comedian the- <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you'd only dress up for the most incredible celebrity of all time which is of course truck tunes who we're interviewing later today i'm I so know. excited i can't believe our I'm first so big our first interview mm-hmm. is the biggest celebrity in our house yeah it is. Well, he doesn't live here, but well, we just to listen me, to him in our house. To me, he does. Anyway, sorry to go off track there a little bit. I was just like, I feel like we need to address the fact that you're wearing a suit in case anyone's watching the podcast. podcast. We could have done the whole well, thing. And they would have. We have a YouTube channel and they can see it. So anyway, you said Eric with a K- C is who you think needs to relax. Sorry. Did you have more to say about that? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I guess I knew there was another Eric when I got to high school whose name was spelled A-R-E-C-K. A-R? Yeah. Like, just a, what a What a mess. Yeah. Arik. I just thought I'd address it and I'd just take the power back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> From Eric with a C. Well, your your name might be spelled differently, but my name is pronounced differently, which upsets a lot of people, including you. Well, it doesn't make any, that doesn't make any sense to me. He, it's still spelled the same way. You're just, you've just, your family has just chosen to say it in a way that no one can. People in your family all say it differently too. Like no one can say your name. That's not true. Say your name, Colleen. Every okay. So here's the deal. Colleen. Yeah, Colleen. You said it. That's not how. That's not how what? Oh, uh, that's not how everyone says it though. Most people. How does Corey it? say your name? He says Colleen, like uh-huh. really, like Cole, like really intense. And how does like, Flynn pronounce your name? Um, Karen. Right. Yes. <laughs> Flynn. We taught Flynn our names the other day, just because you know you just want to be safe. You want to make sure your kid, you know, they know you as mom. And it was dad, really but, funny to hear him say Eric. Yeah. We, but we we're like, oh, maybe you should know our names, just in case someone ever asks, like, who are your parents? Like, he can say who we are. Like, I don't know. Just I don't know. I thought it would be important. He knows what our real names are. So we were teaching him our names and him saying Eric was the cutest thing ever. And we taught him uh, Colleen and he kept saying queen. And I was like, yes, love that. And so the yeah, next day I quizzed him on it. And I was like, what's Dada's name? He said, Dada. And I said, what else is Dada's name? And he said, Eric. And I said, yeah. What's mama's name? Mama. What else is mama's name? Karen. <laughs> and I was like, Karen? It's the most popular name right now. It is not for a good reason. I was like, where did he get that? So I think he had confused like Colleen and Eric 
kind of together somehow and did like Karen like he just didn't know but and that happened three days in a row he called me Karen three days in a row for sure there's some like really cool Karens out there by the way for sure there's cool Karens do you know a cool Karen uh no me neither (laughs) (laughs) well there's one listening and uh you're awesome Karen we love you uh my son thinks we have the same name apparently but anyway yeah my name is you know my I'm curious I actually don't know this about you this is a good first date question because I think I told you, yeah, this is well. It's like a date. We're having a date. You're uh, dressed up in a suit. I didn't know I was supposed to put on like a cute little black dress, but yeah, but I don't belittle you and say like, "Well, you never dress up for me." So. Oh my god, you're going to be talking about that for the rest of the year <laughs> because it's going to be the only thing, the only fight we've ever had. Okay, but for real, I know I've told you the reasoning behind my name, like why I'm called Colleen. You're named after my aunt, aunt, and. Do you say, you do say aunt. Yeah. Yeah. I think aunt sounds so fancy. It's just aunt. I think an aunt is a bug. It is a bug, but it's also an aunt. Like you say aunt, like that's so proper. I love that about you. I'm not upset about that. Maybe I do. I think think you say aunt. I'm pretty sure you say aunt. Anyway, my aunt's (laughs) name (laughs) is Colleen Uh and um, she was named Colleen, because my grandmother was... For anyone listening who doesn't understand the gibberish that she's saying, she's saying Colleen. Okay, you are so weird. For anyone who grew up... You know what? ...in the You're... world, and is like, what? what is, she, is she okay? Lovey? She's saying Colleen, is what she's saying. She's saying the name Colleen. That sounds so weird to me. It's like, to me, it's like... I don't mind when I meet people and I'm casually getting to know them and they say Colleen if they don't know me well. That doesn't bother me uh-huh. at all. But if you are close, like family to me, your family, it's Colleen. And it sounds so, it's like, to me, it's like spelling your name with a C. <gasps> oh my God. Was that, that a, a gunshot outside? I think it was just firework. Just because of our chemistry. It's so strong. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it's like, if my name's Eric. Imagine if I was like, and you looked at my name and it's spelled, uh, albeit with a K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's Eric. I'd call you whatever your you name call me was. Eric? I'd call you whatever your name is. And I wouldn't be like, that's not your name. I'd be like, okay, be like, that's uh, your name. Well, spelled Eric, but you want me to call you Irk? No, yeah. I would say that's your name. So I would call you whatever your name is. I wouldn't fight you on what your name is, which you have done for four it's years. Not, I'm, not, I'm not fighting you on it. I just, I don't. Anyway. I can't think of another example of another name that is very much used and practiced to whereas you've just chosen to like, like a different uh, inflection, um, a yeah. vocal choice. I did. First of all, I did not name myself. This is the name that was passed down to me. I like my name. And it is pronounced. Love your name too. You don't. (laughs) I don't know how to say it, but anyway, my point is that I'm pretty sure, unless my mom lied to me, the story is that my grandma was in like a parking lot, and she was either I think she was pregnant with my aunt, and she heard someone yell at their child, Colleen something. She was like yelling at her kid. Mm -hmm. My family's from Kansas City, Kansas, and um, she was like, "That's a pretty name," because she heard some mom yelling that name at their kid and so and she, she named, said it that way like in a, in a parking lot i guess well my our first and middle names are me and my aunt are colleen may and it was mm-hmm. like colleen may like it sounds you know colleen it's, so you, is it am i crazy here in thinking that like you've just kept the accent but for only your name what accent 
the Can- southern accent kansas whatever well, well kansas you, I, accent. well I don't, that's i'm not saying that's how people talk in kansas city that's how my older relatives talk in kansas like, kansas city kansas or kansas city, kansas, city kansas uh-huh. they talk they got a draw but only like the older ones not the younger not you so know, if like i'm older, doing a draw older. and i say colleen what you, i say you'd say colleen you say colleen oh yeah okay like well jolene. i don't know jolene yeah it's like jolene my point is i don't think i know how you got your name I think my parents just liked it. I don't. It's not from any. Yeah, they, they just don't? liked it. No, I don't. But think For told sure, me. we've talked about that. And did but with the K, they just. I like, think they just. Like the I think they just liked the name, and um, mm-hmm. I think there was an Eric the Red who was a famous Viking that okay. spelled it with a K, and I don't know. So, so they had like seen it, and it that's kind of cool. Viking it just kind of stuck. But they yeah, saw that there's a yeah. Viking with that name, and they liked it. Yeah, if that's kind of cool. Think Vikings are if Vikings are your thing, they're not my thing. But it's just like there's something. Cool there. that's, that's something. Anyway, so glad we started this Viking podcast. <laughs> you know what else I know about Vikings? Love. <laughs> <laughs> they had really good skin. They have amazing skin, <laughs> which uh, brings me to our first sponsor of okay. the day, which is Apostrophe. We've talked about them before, and we're going to talk about them again, guys. Apostrophe is awesome. This episode is sponsored by Apostrophe. It's a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Prescription acne treatment really works, but it's hard to get. You have to take time off of work to see a doctor, sit in line at the pharmacy for your medications, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah Not blah. anymore. Apostrophe's here to save the day. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately and your medications are delivered straight to your house. You simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Then just snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications so you can treat your acne from the inside out and the outside in. Apostrophe treats acne and they can also help you hit other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. I love that you don't have to go to the doctor's office and have yes. them analyze your skin because that's the thing I hated most about going to the dermatologist is I'm, I would be so insecure. I'd be going because I'd be insecure. You know, you, I, you told me that you would wear makeup yes, to the dermatologist, well, I was like, which is wild. I know what I thought, like my skin is bad for whatever reason, you know, whether it was acne or spots or whatever. And I'd be like, I need to go to the dermatologist, but you're going to another human and being like, look at the thing that is making me really insecure and tell me about the thing that is making me very insecure. And so even though they were there to help, I was always so insecure and felt like I was being judged by this person. Yeah. Here it's just, you just take pictures it's and, amazing. and send it to the thing. Yeah. Here, you don't have to look this person in the eye no. and be demeaned by this dermatologist yeah you don't have to call and be like i need to make an appointment they're like what is it concerning you're like uh my horrible skin i'm really embarrassed about it or you know it's like you just get you just well you have great skin now well, thank you very much. Maybe it's because I use apostrophe, lovey. Okay. I was also super impressed when we first got the product and unboxed it. It was so sleek and so impressive. And it comes with a cute postcard and stickers to personalize the prescription. So it, it makes it all cute and fun. Like, w- when was the last time you had a prescription medication that was, like, cute and fun with a craft? I mean, like, you love stickers. I, so. Well, it's not stickers, but I do love a craft. So I'm all about it. So... 
anyway, you don't have to go to the pharmacy. And that's the main thing for me is you don't have to see anyone. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go yeah. to the doctor. You don't have to go to the pharmacist. Enough said. It's amazing. So if you guys want to try it out, get $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash relax and use our code relax. The code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash relax and click begin visit. Then use the code relax at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash relax and use that code. What is it, lovey? I think it's relax. It is relax. The code is relax. Use it to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. Thanks, Apostrophe. I was wondering if I was going to get the jingle. Thanks, Apostrophe. It's higher. Huh? Is it higher? Thanks, Apostrophe, for making my skin so beautiful. I feel like if I heard that on the radio driving, I would like <laughs> believe that as like an actual like radio I know. commercial jingle. I feel like You're all welcome. of our amazing sponsors. They should pay us more for that. They should hire us for, for jingles. I feel like I always make a jingle for these people. I've never I've never heard them say like, you know, my what? mind They're is using that my jingle. mind is absolutely exploding that are we gonna become jingle writers? Should I, we? I think we should. I'm down. Next podcast, let's write jingles for things. I am so down. Um, we were talking about names, and uh-huh. uh, you mentioned it might be fun to talk about Flynn's name and where that came from, because Flynn is our uh-huh. son. He is. Um, that we have. He's two. And we love him, and we named him Flynn, which is a name that everyone always has to like. Uh, I feel I, I love his name. I think it's perfect. It suits him perfectly. But I do feel bad that he has a name that people have to go, what? Because that's what it how is my name is. Names, yeah. My name's like that. So every time I say my name's Colleen, because I pronounce it differently I than hope most he's people. Not like, I hope he didn't mess that up or like, or he's not insecure about that or thinks it's strange or doesn't like it. It's such a hard thing to name, to a, name human. a person. It, like we, I mean, we had 10 months like to think about what nine. Are we gonna, he came early. Well, what are we going to name this? I wasn't counting. Were you going through something? Uh, well, um, well, I was trying to explain that my name is the type of name where every time I introduce myself, people go like, what? I'm worried that Flynn has that kind of name. Cause whenever people go, Oh, what's his name? I say Flynn and they go, Oh, Finn, Finley. They yeah, think his Finn name is, is Finn. a popular name. It was such a responsibility. It took, it, we never like, we had ideas, but we had never like been like, okay, that's it. Even for a couple days after he was born. Yeah, it took us days. And the nurses were like, you gotta, we're not gonna let you leave till you fill out this yeah. form. That was like what um, was keeping us from leaving. Um, but I'm so glad we picked that. It's Me my too. It's my middle name. Mm-hmm. It's also my father's middle name. Mm-hmm. So that was like really cool that like... You need to pass it down. Yeah, because... T- um, I think just think that's great that you... That, and that you, we were both like, that's okay. Because like, if you knew us, like... We can't decide on like a piece of furniture, like a like a ninety nine dollar rug well, not together. Food, like, lunch, like food, anything, lunch, anything. Like there's no like consensus. We always have like a differing opinion, mm-hmm. like um, for anything. But for a name of a human, we were like, oh yeah, that's great. And it comes from my great 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 grandfather so, yeah. John Flynn, who was an Irish uh, whaling Viking? whaling ship captain. <sighs> so pretty close. No, I know he wasn't a Viking um, but. <laughs> out of Dublin. Yeah, so... Um, Which is why I proposed to you. I there. know. Eric has a lot of Irish heritage. And so uh, we, it was very special when we went to Ireland together. He proposed to me there. Yeah, so that Flynn's name, we couldn't decide on. And we you know, we were concerned because we were like, Flynn is very much a, a middle name type or last name. And so we we're like, but we loved the name so much. And then when we were in the hospital, um, 
when we were in Ireland, I we had purchased a little like pin. Like how do you like a what do yeah, you? Yeah, it was a, the family crest pin. Yeah, and they sold it in like a, you know gift shops. They had all like the family crests, and, and mm-hmm. Flynn is the name there. And so they had one. So I so I'd had the pin and for some reason. It, it was it ended in my up, bag, and we never took it out. That's what happened. You bought it in Ireland, put it in in like the a random pocket in your backpack. Yeah, which we ended up bringing to the hospital that morning, and I hadn't packed it, so I hadn't because my water broke so early. We hadn't packed hospital bags, right. so. It, I hadn't cleaned it out. So whatever was in there from our Ireland trip when I was first pregnant was what was in there. And so when we were trying to think of a name, Eric found that pin and it was kind of like a sign I to me. I was like, what's this? And I pulled it out. Yeah. Well, to it, both of us. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was really cool. But um, anyway, the other names we were thinking of were not family names, which is was really important to me that like it was a family name. Family is everything to me. Well, we should I, say his, his middle name is your father's mm-hmm. name. So he's got he's got pieces of both our family. Yeah. I love that my name is passed down. Yeah. And I love whenever from a from a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's stupid. No, but like in a very sweet way. But, but I like, love that though. I love it. I love it too. It's like, I, well and my middle name May has been passed down for many generations. Like my great grandma's middle name was May and I adored her. Like there's it's been passed down for a long time. I know, name. but I but it, like your name did come from someone overhearing lot. it shouted at a child in a parking lot. Right. But that to me is like on par with his cool of it being a whaling <laughs> ship captain from Dublin it's pretty cool. four generations ago. Um, but yeah, so Flynn and his middle name is Timothy, which is my dad's name. And the other names we were thinking of, none of them had to do with anything family, which is why. What were they? Foster was one for a second. Um, I like that as a name. I do too. Uh, Forest, which I love. They're all F's. Interesting. I know we love the F, man. Foster, Forest. For a second, we liked Sailor. Um, yeah, Sailor was like an idea. Yeah. And, and uh, we liked Sailor because it wasn't a family name, but like since ships and like stuff was like big in your side of the family, yeah. we're like trying to make it make sense. We're like, well, Sailor, that way we can tell him it's because in the family there are people. It's who a lot of ships. pressure to name a human. And maybe he won't have that problem that you're worried about as far as people being like, what? Because I feel like this next generation of children, they're all going to have these wild names. Yeah. Uh, or more, I mean, strange to us names. Like no one's going to be named. Certainly no one's going to be named Colleen. You don't know that. <laughs> there'll be Colleen's, but not Colleen's. Oh, uh, God. And Eric, they'll be like, what, Eric? That's why would any human name their child? That's an old person Eric? name. Like, that's that's an old person yeah. name. Like, my name is 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 Rocket Ship. Like, or, that's a cool name. Or uh, what's, there's some like. Is your brother's middle name Rocket? Yeah, I, that's a whole another story. <laughs> <laughs> my My younger brother's middle name is Rocket. Because his his first name is uh, is Christopher, so like they Christopher Robin from mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh, but my dad was like was like away from my mom when he had to fill out the paperwork in the hospital, and he thought it would be hilarious to put <laughs> Rocket on the paperwork no and not reason. Robin. He's funny. He's a funny Wait, guy. Wait, so they were gonna do Christopher Robin? The ultimate dad joke, I guess. Where they were gonna do Christopher Robin? Yeah, that's what they had talked about. But then he just like. He just pulled the was trigger your on mom Rocket. Pissed? No, I think she thought it was hilarious. Like, I knew the that. Best, I knew that he did it as a joke. Earth. They really are. I knew that he, he had done that as a joke, but I didn't know that I they had already decided on Christopher Robin. And then call me and be like, and be like that's, that's not, not true. Happened. They're gonna be like Rocket's a family name for eighteen generations. Um, no, but that's on his driver's license, and he's now Uncle Rocket. He's Uncle friend. Rocket. Yeah. yeah. Was there anything when you were a kid you were like, oh, I wish my name was. When I was a kid, I loved my name. I loved that it was different. I loved that I didn't know any other kids with my name. 
what I didn't like was my last name. I thought my last name was ugly and I did not want to, I wanted to change my name legally to Colleen May because I thought that was a prettier, like fame, if I ever got famous. You thought about having a stage name? Like, yeah, if I ever became an actress. Did I you write be, it out on like yeah, notebooks Colleen in the May. back of journals? Mm-hmm. And Colleen had, the C was a butterfly. So like it was one of the wings and so like of a butterfly. <laughs> and yeah, I wanted to be Colleen May because I thought Ballinger was not a good like stage name, you know. It wasn't pretty. Did people make fun of that it's, name when you were a kid? Like, did they did yeah, they find was, a way to 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 turn the ball and Bollinger into some sort of? Well, kids will find it with any name. It was yeah, Colini right. Weenie, Colini Weenie, okay. Colini Weenie, and um, Ballinger or Bolliker, you know. Yeah, yeah would, balls and you know. Bolliker ball. was where I Bolliker. <laughs> <laughs> you were a bully. No, I wasn't. I, it's just it's right there. It's like yeah. it's teed up for you right so there. So that was the thing, um, but. It's interesting. I got older and, you know, my family, like I said, is everything to me. I was best friends with my cousins growing up. I went to both sets of grandparents. Like every other day I was with them. I was very close to my grandparents, my aunts and my uncles. Like we were so, so, so close. And then um, as I got older and became an adult, I was like, oh, I love being a Ballinger because it's my family. And I don't want to ever let go of that. Like it was so important to me that my last name be Ballinger. I thought about being Eric Flynn as like a really as like a stage name, and, and in fact, I got advice from an. I had a meeting with an agent. One of my first meetings with an agent, like knew, like had seen that that was my middle name, as and and was like trying to talk me into changing or, or having a stage name that was just Eric Flynn. Well, I like Eric Flynn, but I think Eric Stockland is a great name. I love that I don't last name. I don't think it's like a, it's like a. Oh, I love it. I think Stockland is such a solid last name. Like if I, I oh no, I, yeah, I love it. Na- yeah, I love it. If now, I didn't like, like, if I like wasn't into like my family and like was not all about like Ballinger, I would have been so stoked to have the last name Stockland because I think it's so solid. That's why I was like so excited for Flynn to have the last name Stockland because I think it's such a good last name. I love it. Really? Yeah, I think it's, it's weird so when good. it's like your name. You're like, oh, it's, uh, you know. Oh, I love the last name Stockland. Yeah, it's I amazing love it too. And your family's great too. So it's a good, it's a good heritage. Good jeans. Cool suit pants. Why are you wearing a suit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, speaking of cool clothes, I'm excited about this next sponsor. You know what's funny? What? The shirt. Stitch Fix. The shirt's from Stitch Fix? Yeah. Is from that... my from my stylist. Oh my gosh. So Eric has a personal stylist, guys. And you can too. Because we now have Stitch Fix subscriptions where we have personal stylists. I'm going to tell you guys all about it. It's super cool. Basically, this is going to change your lives. First of all, it's making Eric wear suits. Your fashion lives. Yeah, it's going to change your fashion life. So basically, Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. You try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included, which makes it really easy if there's any pieces you don't like. Just throw it in the envelope and send it back. It, really, it, it is really easy because they send yeah. you like a box, and then you can just, like if you didn't like it, you just put it back in put it back in the mail. Yeah, it's amazing. 
And guess what, guys? There's no subscription required. You can try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited toward pieces you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and they're available in the U.K. as well. Like I said, we love it. It's really cool to have your own personal stylist. You don't have to think about anything. You just take this cool little quiz online. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to like make decisions. No, someone just sends you cute clothes and you're done. Like it's amazing. So you just fill out a quiz once online and your stylist is like, I got you, girl. And then they like set you up and they send you cute shirts and then you're wearing suits at 10 p.m. on a random weeknight. Legitimately is from that, by the way. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, so get started today at stitchfix.com slash relax and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash relax for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's a lot. That's a lot, guys. Stitchfix.com slash relax. Go check it out. What's their jingle? Check it out with Stitch Fix. Stitch fixing your clothes. Again, if I heard that in the car <laughs> on the radio, I'd be like, yeah, that's a good jingle. Thanks. Colleen. Yes, that's Did my do name. That right? um, you recently had a had a crazy bizarre milestone to me because I'm the kind of person that's more private and don't mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable sharing too much about myself personally on social media or whatever, like 365 days in a row of a thing called vlogging. Okay, vlogging is not like my name where you can just pronounce it differently. Um, um, yeah, I will almost 365 days. I, I think I skipped a few days there. Why did you do that? Why did I vlog every day for you? I'm, inter- I'm interested in like what, like, yeah, what? Well, I have been doing this thing called YouTube. Where I've like filmed, filmed my life on the internet for right. over a decade. I started doing YouTube before YouTuber was a word. I started doing YouTube before you could get paid. Before, I think before Google bought it. Like I've, I've been on YouTube for way longer than... Like I remember when the first people got like a million subscribers and or a million views. Like that was such a big deal. And now it's like... Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like for example... When people got a million subscribers back in the day, it was such a huge deal. Everyone would talk about it. Everyone was like, you had a million subscribers. Everyone would talk about it online. Now it's so common and it's like no one knows. Like, I don't know. There's so many people who have a million subscribers. It's not a big deal at all. But you used to be able to like, why, why I could is tell that? you. Because there's more people watching YouTube or there's more people? Well, there's more people watching YouTube. There's more people who know how to be content creators and are making content. Oh, yeah. And YouTube is just so huge now. Whereas back then it was like, it was popular, but people didn't, it was not normal to film your life and put it on the internet back then. Like 10, we're now, yeah, we're now 14 it seems years like ago, it was like, almost. yeah, it's very common. Back then you were made fun of when you did it. And so it was a big deal. Like yeah, you're not made subscribers, but to the point, shut up. <laughs> but to the point now where like we, this channel hit a hundred thousand subscribers. You get a plaque when you get different milestones on, on YouTube. So when you hit a hundred, pause, mm-hmm. did you just say I get a plaque? Well, maybe. What is that? Wait, wait, no, don't take yeah. this away from me. I know. Listen, so I, I haven't told you about this yet, but today I found out something that was shocking. 
So when you are a YouTuber, every time you hit a certain milestone of subscribers, you get a plaque. So you get the 100,000 subscriber plaque, you get a million subscriber plaque, there's a 10 million subscriber plaque, There's and there's more, but I'll never hit those. So I was like, I got to go get this plaque. Now, how it used to be is you just go on your channel and you'd in the back end, like... In I'm the, not going to like the end of the story, am I? It's Yeah, it's crazy. So on the back end, you like go in and you like fill out like, oh, I hit my number, so send me my plaque. And then they send it to you and it's epic and huge and they're they're hefty the ones i have from many years ago well now first of all they changed them because so many people started hitting these milestones they're like we can't afford this so now they're like kind of dinky no offense they're kind of lame looking but also i went to like try to fill out where i always have gone to get these plaques and it wasn't there and so i like searched it and it said now how it works is youtube will let you know if they think don't you qualify for a plaque. So even if you've hit 100,000, it says we don't give everyone who's hit 100,000 subscribers a plaque now. We look at your channel. You're kidding. If you've hit 100,000 subscribers. And then if we think you deserve a plaque, we'll let you know. Don't call us. We'll call you yeah. at our discretion. Are, isn't that crazy? So anyway. Give me that plaque. Anyway, that was besides the point. I don't remember. Oh, your question was, why did I vlog every day? And I went into this plaque discussion. But basically, um, I've been vlogging and filming my life for such a long time. And every once in a while, I will choose to vlog every day. And so I vlog every day at like holidays times usually because life is kind of hectic. Usually I'm touring and traveling and hanging out with my family and friends a lot, going to events. So whenever there's like big things like that in my life yeah, is makes, when I have vlogs. Right. It makes sense like when you're like on tour and right. all that stuff. It's like, yeah, really yeah, interesting. I feel like it's interesting and like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be on Jimmy Fallon or I'm going to go on my book tour or I'm going to, you know, my TV show's coming out or I'm I'm going on this big tour to Australia. Like, I'm like Normal everyday stuff. These are things I want to vlog for myself to watch later and I feel like my audience would be excited to see the behind the scenes of these things. So um, March of last year, I was like, well, I'm, I'm touring this month. I was writing a movie with my brother. It looks like it was going in the direction of happening. It's not now. Um, but it, there were a lot of exciting things that were going on. And I was like, I want to document this month. I think it'll be a fun month to document. And the other half of it is that I feel much more connected to my audience when I vlog every day. So that's how I was feeling last March. It was going to be a fun month. And I also was feeling disconnected. So I was like, let me vlog every day just this month let's see Were if you i can do it aware to any degree that like the pandemic no. was going to start and was going to be um not a chance as much of a kind of shutdown event for lack of better words like because you started kind of vlogging right at the time i didn't think it was going to be thing eric did eric was like this is a pandemic this is going to be bad and i was like not a chance no way everything's going to be fine yeah, you thought it was crazy. i was that idiot who was saying it's just the flu like a total idiot this is at the very beginning very be like the beginning of march i was so ignorant and um i was just like it's probably the flu i you know i didn't know much about it i didn't want to know much about it i didn't want to believe that it was an issue i had listened to like one podcast from the new york times that had like an epidemiologist on it and i was like i remember having a full-blown panic attack and, and going into you that morning being like this is gonna be really bad and mm -hmm. you're like no it's nothing i'm going back on tour yeah <laughs> like, so i went on tour um to grand rapids michigan and I remember at my VIP meet and greet with 200 people, I was like, guys, I can't hug you today because apparently there's like this 
flu going around. So we can't hug. Only passes through hugs. And so I give everyone side hugs. You know, I yeah, thought, it doesn't pass through <laughs> side hugs. So, um, but I, you know, I remember being so upset that I couldn't hug everyone. And um, anyway, I can't believe you didn't catch it. I know. And that was my last show. Um, but I got home from my trip at, to Grand Rapids and immediately like the shutdown happened and everything was canceled. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I had to make the decision. Do I want to keep vlogging this month now that we're in the middle of a global pandemic? Or at that point, we were calling it a global health crisis. It, no one was calling it a pandemic yet. Like everyone was too scared. We were calling it a global health crisis. Yeah. Or do I, and I'm now I'm just going to be stuck at home. And I decided, you know what? This is such a crazy event in history. I feel like I'm going to want to see this. I, you know, I thought at the time, a couple months from now, it'll be so interesting to look back on this time where we're all freaking out about this. Because well, for us, virus. it's like our home movies right. like a little bit. So anyway, that's how it started. And then every month I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it. And then I just kept going. And then it was a year that I've been vlogging every day. So um, it's been a really like wonderful experience and it's helped me a lot through like some of the bigger challenges I've had in the last year, I think. Yeah, for sure. How, how much longer are you going to keep doing it? I think I'm going to taper out because I can't just cut off, cut it off cold turkey. I think that would be too hard. Cause like it's now it's a, a lot part of, of my it's life. It's a lot of work, right? To, it's a lot of, it's a full-time job. Like it's a lot of work, but I want to be able to get back to focusing on other types of videos and writing other projects with my brother again and, you know, getting other stuff in the works. Where does the word vlog come from? It's just a blog, but it's a video but form. They just the v yeah. From video. Mm -hmm. It's a video blog. Vlog. Mm -hmm. That would be a horrible name for a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would. Let's not name a kid. Well, that. Like it's a it's a name it's a bad name for like a a medium. Like why like why vlog? It is a weird word, but it, you know. But I feel like we should be place. on Netflix being like, "What's this weird documentary about vlogging? What's vlogging? You know what I mean? Like it's there, like some sort of like are some of those Swedish dance or something. There have been those that you it used to be weird to vlog. It used to be weird to be a YouTuber, and now it's like the cool thing. Now kids are like, "I want to be a YouTuber." I'm like, "Girl, do you know that when I well, was you starting were before that word existed? Yes, YouTuber didn't exist. You couldn't make a. There was no such thing as like, what do you want to be when you grew up? A YouTuber because you didn't make money doing it." It wasn't a thing. And even when I was starting to make money on it, people were like, well, what are you going to do for a real job? Like everyone made fun of it. And now it's like a, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. YouTubers used to be the people who were made fun of and like they were the weird people and they found a place where they could go put themselves out there on the internet. And they were the weird ones because they were willing to put themselves out there on the internet. And who are they so, now? Well, now most of them aren't doing it anymore. Like, so for example, like now it's now the popular people are the, the, the kids that would have bullied me in high school are the ones who are famous now on YouTube and TikTok. Whereas when I started, those people would have made fun of us for being That's on YouTube. So interesting. And now they've yeah. taken it over because the people who are popular, like the most popular girl on YouTube when I first started rising to like popularity on the platform was Grace Helbig, who's hilarious and yeah, I've met her. incredible. She's great. Like super she's, funny. I love her and, um, she's super talented, super funny, but she was quirky. She was popular on YouTube, one of the most popular YouTubers because she was quirky and different and weird and awkward. And she was like, I'm like your awkward big sister, you know, like that was kind of her, her gig. And so we put ourselves out there on the internet and, like-minded people 
would find her videos and be like, oh, finally, someone who's like me. And like, oh, this is another awkward person who's popular. Like, it's cool to be awkward and weird. Like, okay. And now it's... Like the quote-unquote cool kid, like the jocks and the cheerleaders are like the ones now, starting... That's how I feel about it. In, that's how I feel. Way. Yeah, yeah like, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, like, either way, if either, like, I'd never... Right. Yeah, no, I know. But it is, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but like back then there was only a handful of people. And you guys are all friends? Yeah. And then, and then Vine started to become a thing. And then, so then Viners oh. switched over to YouTube. The more popular YouTubers and YouTube became, the more people came on there. And now it's very oversaturated. I could not tell you, I couldn't, there, there's probably so many people who have millions and millions of subscribers. I couldn't tell you any, like, I couldn't tell you any of them except for the ones that, like, grew to popularity at the same time as I did. But now, like, I feel like no one knows who I am compared to, like, all the other popular YouTubers that are out there now. It's just so, so different now than it used to be. It's really interesting to me because I wasn't on YouTube at all. I never had a YouTube channel for anything. I didn't, never looked at it. I never had a Vine yeah. Or looked at Vine. Like Vine no was idea. cool. This should be like a whole episode. Like we should do like a whole. Like on social media? On my just, experience? Or just like deep dive. No, I'm interested in like um, that whole like era of like just your career and everything. Because like I feel like I, I met you. After the beginnings. After the beginnings, like in this in this peak to whereas then you then got the green light on haters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. it's, it's fascinating to me, like all that yeah. stuff. Because, yeah, I just. uh it's just much different now. But oh, but we do have the biggest YouTuber of all time as our first guest. I think guest. so. Yes. Our first ever guest, other than Miranda Sings, of course, um, to be on this podcast. On par. Better Your, than. One of your peers, uh, I would say. He surpasses Miranda Sings by a billion. It was really fascinating to hear in this interview how like you guys started at the same time yeah, so on we, the platform. We recorded this interview um, a couple of days ago, and it was incredible. So basically, there is a... YouTube channel that has incredible songs about all different types of construction trucks that our son and we are obsessed with. Like it's all we listen to in this house. It is, it's so incredible for so many reasons, but the number one reason is it, it makes our son very happy. And the second best reason is that we love the songs, which is rare that we have the same taste in music as our two year old children's entertainment to cross generational lines. And and just for him to want to dance and to sing and mm-hmm. it to be only to this. Mm-hmm. And then for us to also in like enjoy it, dare I say, get lost in it sometimes. Truly. It's amazing. So we're really, really excited um, to have this interview. It was super fun. So we're going to show you that interview now. Yeah, it was our, amazing. A great like first guest on it. We hope to have more guests in the future. But like for our first one, we had to go. Not big. We had to go huge. We had to go like the biggest. to the top. And like, I don't know how this happened. It's amazing. We're how really, really happen? excited. Before we hop into this incredible interview, I do want to tell you guys about the next sponsor of the day. It's a good one. The next sponsor is Helix. Helix. Oh, we love Whoa, Helix. Sound. <laughs> I didn't mean to make a sound. I just love Helix. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. Guys, 
I know some of you are sleeping on some saggy old mattresses at night and you deserve better than that. I care about you. So listen to me. You need to give yourself an upgrade. We upgraded and we love it. We upgraded our mattress to a Helix mattress and it's incredible. And here is why. I'm going to explain it to you right now. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress is made for someone else. With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way that you sleep. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. We took the Helix quiz and we were matched with the medium firm mattress because we are side sleepers. Luckily, we both are the same type of sleepers. and so- Side sleeper, butt to butt. But to but, it's a huge upgrade over what we used to have. The delivery and setup was super easy and it was actually really fun because they cram it into this little box and you get to like watch it like explode out of this box. It's like very impressive yeah, I don't and know. amazing. I don't know. Whoever is is packing these things at the That's what I want to see. Because I've been obsessed with watching the unboxing videos of these things, but I feel no, like... How do they get this? this I, I want to see the boxing videos. Because ours was... I mean, I'm not bragging here it was a california king just like how did they get in this little box i don't know it's very impressive and i love watching videos of people unboxing them online and now i know we need to let them know they need to do boxing videos apparently i want to see how that happens um we used to have problems we'd wake up all the time i feel like with headaches or stiff necks back issues and i've noticed a huge improvement with us Mm -hmm. now that we've gotten the helix mattress so if you're looking for a mattress you take the quiz you order the mattress that you're matched to and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free you don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 and by GQ and Wired Magazine. GQ? Yes! Just go to helixsleep.com slash RCE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for a 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't like it. But you will like it. In fact, you'll love it. So you don't have to worry about that. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and... Two free pillows for our listeners. We didn't even get two free pillows. I know. They sent us a mattress. They did not send us free pillows. I know. They are hooking. You guys are special. They're hooking our listeners up. So you get, like I said, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash RCE. So go check it out. Helixsleep.com slash RCE. Fact, actual mattress we sleep on. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. It is time for the most iconic interview that we could have ever possibly imagined. It is the first guest. I can't guest. believe this happened. I know. I can't. I know. We're so excited. This, this is our first guest ever on the podcast. We went big. We went big. This is the biggest celebrity in our household. Our son, as you guys know, is obsessed with trucks. And there is a wonderful um, musician duo, artist. What do we call them? Geniuses. True geniuses I... uh, that make incredible songs about trucks. And we found them on YouTube. They have over 433,000 subscribers on YouTube, over 500 million views on YouTube. Half of those was probably yes, us. Yes. Like their, their song about 
about excavators has over 50 million views. Their song about fire trucks has over 50 million views. Their monster truck song has over 40 million views. I mean, unreal the amount of views, views I would dream of my whole career. And we love this music. We are so excited. We are huge fans. We're about to meet Jim Gardner, one half of the duo of the 20 trucks. Truck tunes. Truck tunes. Wow. Geniusness. What a get. We're so excited. So uh, without further ado, let's talk to the creator of Truck Tunes. This is Jim Gardner. All right. We are so <laughs> excited right now to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. We are so excited. So we have a million questions for you. First of all, congrats on the success of Truck Tunes. It's so nice to have music that our son is obsessed with that is we also really actually good. like. Yeah. Um, you know, because most of the kids' songs out there, you know, for his first year of life, it was music that I know I don't want to name any names, but there was so much music that we're just like, oh my god, if I have to hear this song again. Whereas all of your songs, we just like jam out every day. <laughs> we turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> we we love it. So um, we'd love to just know, like, how did this get started? How did this happen? Like, um, where did you start? Like, why did this come about for you? Well, like, you know, like your experience, my when my son was, it was before he was two, his first two words were dog and truck. So yeah, dad wasn't in the top two. But <laughs> but um, yeah, he was super into trucks. And he has a twin sister. And so it kind of became competitive for them to point out trucks and as we were on the road or uh, doing things he was just really into it so early on i bought i bought them some dvds thinking they were going to love them and they didn't love them um so that was when i kind of thought well maybe i should try to do this on my own and um i had worked in video and and done some other things creatively so i thought i'd give it a try so the first first pass was 20 trucks and this was, I think I told you, it's my kids are now, they just turned 19. So it's crazy that it's been that long. Um, so we, uh, we released 20 trucks. It, it was back in the days of DVDs, of course. There was no YouTube then, mm -hmm. um, really. And so we released 20 trucks. It did fine. Um, I had my brother, who's a composer, and Rob, um, I had him do the theme song for 20 trucks. And then because I had so much fun doing it, I had all these really crazy fun experiences, shooting video and getting permission to use video and things um, that I wanted to do at 20 more trucks. Uh, but I tried to talk Rob into that. And so I, I, and I remember this probably a little differently than he does, but what I remember is sitting him down and saying, I want to, this time I want to write 20 songs about trucks. And he said, yeah, there's no way that I'm writing 20 songs about trucks. No way. So I said, how about this? How about we call it truck tunes? That's when mm -hmm. I came up with that idea. I said, well, how do we call it truck tunes? We'll just do 10 of them and I'll write all the lyrics. I'll give you ideas for what the songs will sound like. And, you know, we can, we'll make it work together. So I finally talked him into it. And we actually, those first 10 songs, we wrote and produced them in a, uh, just a couple of weeks. I know it no really crazy. No way. Then later, and we had an experience, I think, as I was learning more about you and talking to my daughter about, um, like I said, she's a huge fan. And so then, of course, I wanted to research and learn more about your background. It sounds like we had a similar experience with YouTube. We kind of got started really early on. I think in 2008, we put up The Excavator 
bulldozer and do lumber, I think. And thinking that it was going to be promotional, it would help us sell DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no ad revenue then. There right, yeah. And we also had a, a, a day where the excavator suddenly, like a year later, suddenly had a big, like 60,000 views. And we still don't know why. Um, well, now it has over like 50 million or something like that views. It has such a huge number of views now. But I remember when that amount, you know, 60,000, my first viral video was 70,000. And that was huge back then. I mean, that was super viral when that would happen overnight. So I know that feeling well. Well, it, it really, it surprised us. We didn't know what it meant. Um, and it was just a blip because it didn't really stay anywhere near that. It just jumped up in one day, but then over the course of the next year, it, I think it got to a million that year. And back then, I mean, that was huge for us. Yeah, we didn't right. know what it really meant, but it was a, it was a kind of a big deal back then. So then eventually I talked Rob into, Hey, let's go back to the original 20 trucks we did and let's do the songs for that. And so that now he was more into it because he saw the appeal and the kids mm-hmm. loved them. Um, so we just started going back to all the original 20 trucks and writing songs for them. Um, and now we've written 50 dicks or so, and I've got several more in the works. We've so oh, yeah, that was going to be one of my questions <laughs> is, is can we expect more truck tunes? Yeah. Yeah, I um, there are a few that I'm working on right now. Actually, we're just about to release an RV. I have to get a last few shots for it. Perfect um, for us. I mean, I <laughs> think with some friends. Uh, they're going to the White Sands in New Mexico here in a few weeks, and so I'm going to hang out with them for a couple of days and shoot some video with them. Oh, great! Uh, so yeah, I'm working, and that's a really fun song. I like that one a lot. It's it's very catchy. Oh, we can't wait for that because we took a couple RV trips in 2020 and we were like, we need we need a song about this for Flynn. Yeah. Like, you know, because this is how he's learned. He's been obsessed with trucks since he, you know, was he started talking and his one of his first words was dardar, which was his word for car. He just for some reason started calling them dardars. And ever since then, he's just been obsessed. And your songs are how he's learned about every truck. And he knows Every song that you've written, he knows, and he knows all yeah. about the trucks. And so um, he like blows people away with his knowledge of like, oh, the concrete boom pump and the, you know, he'll like name cars like that most people have yeah, never he can, heard of. He can differentiate between a, a bulldozer, backhoe, front end loader, which I can't. No, but, yeah. But our two year old can because loves- of uh, your songs. The first one, you discovered it first when you found a dump truck. Yes. Which is such a great such a bop such a bop but yeah i he's just so obsessed and so are we and so um yeah i love hearing your story it's funny how like similar our starts in our careers were are you singing on the tracks too there are only a couple of songs that i uh that i sing on rob does almost all the vocals so okay. 90 more than 95 percent of the vocals are rob he does the he does the lead vocals or the backing vocals everything it's it's him um and all the instrumentation. Uh, so he's he's super talented. I and mean, he, he he writes for orchestras. In fact, last year in January, we were in London before everything happened. Uh, he hired the London Symphony and they recorded some things that he had written. Wow. Another project. And you so, can tell that that talent is yes. there behind. Like the, I like this like very, very amazing musical ability. Did you guys work together on music when you were younger? Or or was this kind of the first time you guys worked on music together? This is the first time that we worked on music together. Um, So yeah, we have, I mean, I I kind of have been around while he's worked on and helped 
support him on other projects. He wrote a musical that we that I helped him oh, amazing. produce a few years back. About, is that available? <laughs> That's amazing. I well, I think that there is still some clips from it that are it's it was called Blackbeard. I think if you search Blackbeard Rob Gardner, you'll find it. Okay. Um, so we're always working on projects and he's got his separate things that he does and I work with him on some things. But uh this has been our you know, main project that we worked on together. So, so you, you know, a lot about the technical side, because obviously you, you film, you get all the footage and you, I'm, I'm assuming, do you edit all the videos together too, or? I do. Yeah. I do. So all the editing. Is that your background? Like, have you been doing a lot of that your whole life? Like, cause they're really well edited and like super entertaining. And cause when we first started watching, we were like, is this all B roll? Like, did they pay for stock footage of all these trucks? How did they get all this footage? But that's so impressive to me. Is this, was this your background? Did you train in, um, video production and all of that? So right. At, I actually, I wanted to switch my major from philosophy to film when I was in college and I, I was actually discouraged by the the head of the film department. He said, Hey, actually it's a better, it's better to have a different major than film and just take as many classes as you can. And then the first job I took out of college was working with a video production company. So I got some hands on there. The experience has, has been a lot of fun and we have, I mean, for example, I don't know if you've watched this, this crazy video, the bucket wheel excavator, the big, huge mining machine. Yeah. Uh, that footage, they don't have any of those in, in, anywhere in the U.S. Um, so I contacted the German company that uh, helps manufacture and maintain them and got footage from them. Wow. So there there are examples where we've we just had to get footage from, you know, from uh, either manufacturers or operators of the machines. The the concrete boom pump, that one, that, that was one of my favorites to do. I, I actually got to go to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I Seattle, was there right? for a few days. Yeah. And they did they did what they call a mat pour, which is where they they pour the foundation. It was going to be for the the largest hotel that's there in Seattle now. So I stayed up all night and shot footage all night while they had nine concrete boom pumps and over two hundred mixed trucks that were coming back and forth. It was unbelievable. It was really is cool. the song is the song written at that point, or are you like I'm going to do this, so I'm going to go research it, film this, and then you're coming up with the lyrics and stuff. Concrete Boom Pump, one of my favorite it's songs. It's our favorite by the way. right now. It's Flynn's favorite. Our son's name is Flynn. It's his favorite right now. So every night we sing it together. And it's actually the first song that Flynn has started singing along to. And so I have a special place in my heart for that song because he does I, the ooze. He like he's ooh, like yeah. concrete boom pump. And now, since that song, he's become obsessed with it. Now he sings all of them. But that was the first time we heard him sing. And we were like, oh my gosh, he's singing. Yeah, so, and he knows all the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry, I interrupted your answer, but <laughs> no, yeah, the um, that one was they're they're kind of all different. It's it's not always the same for every video, but that one we had I had written it before I went on that trip. I because I, I wanted to make sure that the, the company who had given us permission to be there and set it all up, uh, I wanted them to go over the lyrics, make sure I didn't get anything wrong. So when I got there, it was funny because a lot of the operators, a lot of the drivers we're playing the song in their trucks and listening to it and we're into <laughs> it. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then, yeah. and then I was actually, I was on the job site when I was shooting one day and this, one of the foremen came up and he didn't really know who I was uh, and kind of stopped me to say something. And I said, well, yeah, I'm, I explained what I was doing. And he suddenly pulls out the bulldozer lyrics and starts singing it to me. <laughs> one thing I really appreciate is that, 
you guys have really tapped into every genre of music with these songs. You know, they, it's not most other, um, kid music. It all sounds the same. You know, you can, it's all this like kind of dinky little kid sounds and your songs tap into every style of music there could be. I'm so impressed with, um, you and your ideas, but also with your brother's musicality and being able to, come up with every different, not only the um, music um, and the composition, but also his vocals. There's sometimes where I'm like, is he classically trained? Like he's there's sometimes when he sings, I'm like, yeah. I can hear this like um, incredible musicality in his voice. And just, yeah, every song is so different. There's some that are like really poppy. And then there's like, I mean, there's, it's all yeah, so the, different. The beach cleaner song sounds like the beach boys. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, they yeah, kind of fit. I was they just kind of thinking fit. about that one as you were talking. And that, that was yeah. another one that I just, I have, we happened to be, we were at the beach with the, the kids and I saw one of those and I was like, okay, I got to, I got to write that song. Yes. And so, yeah, then Rob pulls out the whole beach feel, which is, mm-hmm. uh, is a lot of fun. And that's another one. I had a lot of fun shooting the video. The guy was really helpful and, uh, it was fun to do. I, I'm curious to know, like, um, I'm sure you have other hardcore fans. <laughs> like, you know, we are obviously huge fans of yours, but I'm sure you get that a lot. I was curious if you had any fun fan experiences, fan letters or fan gifts or anything like that that's interesting or fun that you'd like to share. Yeah, they. Uh, we get a lot of really interesting email and messages and pictures, you know, kids wearing shirts that they've gotten from us. And um, one one funny thing that a few fans have done is to send me pictures of birthday cakes that they made mm-hmm. um, based on their kids' favorites. And one was actually a suggestion. And if this mom is out there, I hope uh, I hope she's okay with telling me telling the story because it's, it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah. to me. But she, we didn't, we haven't ever done this truck. And I think you'll understand why when I tell you <laughs> her daughter's favorite truck was like a septic tank, you know, the, the come and suck up all the clean up mm-hmm. the septic tanks. So she made a truck that when you cut into the back of it, Hershey kisses would come out. Would come <laughs> out the back of it. That's amazing. And so she wanted us to write that song. And I just kept thinking, I don't, I don't even know how I go yeah, there. Where- I mean, Which I, genre does that one fit in? Flynn calls that the a poo poo truck. Yeah, poo poo truck. He because that's how we explained to him what those were, and so now he calls those poo poo trucks. Now I have a qu- one more qu- big question. I guess we have a million, but the one I'm thinking of right now is I also read, I believe, that you grew up around construction trucks and actually drove them. Like, did I read that somewhere? That is true. So uh, growing up, my my dad was a general contractor. In fact, he just barely retired recently. Um, so he was a general contractor. My grandfather, uh, his dad owned a lumber yard. Um, my next door neighbor, when I was a teenager, owned a huge sand and gravel ready mix uh, company. They had a lot of trucks. So, yeah, the, for, I learned how to drive stick back when people, you know, used to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, on a dump yeah. truck. It wasn't a big dump truck, but it was a dump truck. So I do have some experience driving them. I, I'm not really an expert, but I have some experience operating some of those. Well, it's more than we could say. I mean, we certainly don't have any experience driving any construction trucks. And just, and you can no. say that you learned how to drive stick on a dump truck. Yeah, I think wild. that's a rare a rare statement to make. Have you and, and your brother ever performed these songs live? We haven't. We do get those requests. In fact, we've had those request quite a bit and we've even had people say hey can you come to a birthday party and i'm thinking 
Or what about a wedding party? <laughs> we had a very small wedding and we're still planning a wedding party for after the pandemic. What's your price? What do we what do we need? What, what do we, we need, need to, to get do put to in a briefcase you? and bring to you for you guys to play? Because just so you know, even if you decline this offer, the entire wedding reception will just be <laughs> your songs from the DJ. So uh, we have gotten requests for live performances. We've never done it. I when I when I brought it up to Rob before, I thought for sure he would say, "Yeah, there's I, there's just no way that I'm going to do these songs live." He, he does conduct orchestras and choirs and things live. He does performances that way, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't normally sing live. Very I can much. get I can get a singer. I can hire someone to come. I'll sing. hire sy- the London Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it takes. It's been so wonderful chatting with you and getting to know more about this. What's the best way that people can support you? Um, I mean, obviously, then go subscribe and watch and there's merch. Um, but we want to know what's the best way that we can be your your best fans and to tell my fans to be your best supporters. Like, what can people do? Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, watch on YouTube, listen on Spotify or Amazon or Apple Music or whatever your favorite service is and just keep supporting that way and uh, send us your suggestions. I mean, we got, like I say, we have the RV coming up. I've been trying to get a uh, permission to do a mail truck forever, but it's they, they're supposed to get back to me. And there's a few others that I have on my list of things that I want to do. So give me suggestions. Feel free to email us, go on our website, and which is at can find us at 20 trucks yeah that's it uh i would like to just genuinely thank you for for it's so weird to be like fan fan fanning out over but like uh, <laughs> like genuinely the what this has done to allow us to bond and have fun with our son I, it's just it's a great great thing that you've provided for our family and yeah thank you so much like genuinely truly every night we without fail um, our son requests a dance party and he picks his favorite songs and we as a family no matter what we're doing no matter if we're working or cooking or whatever we're doing as a family the three of us stop everything to dance to your songs together and bond and it's it's, it's magical best. and it's and it's been so consistent and and wonderful and so we're, we're really really grateful for you well that's amazing yeah hearing those kinds of stories hearing what it means to kids and their parents or grandparents or family or whatever um you know makes it worthwhile it was a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun to do but that's what really makes it meaningful. We're so grateful. And thank you for being willing to do this. You're our first guest on this podcast that we've ever had. So um, we're really, really grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. How amazing was that? I'm still starstruck. He's so wonderful. He was so sweet. I was expecting him to be like, you know, too cool for school or something. Like he was yeah. really nice. Well, they say never meet your heroes. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Why? But, I loved meeting him. I know, but he totally lived up to the hype. No, he's amazing. He's so, so sweet. And um, guys, before we move on today, I want to say thank you to our final sponsor of the episode. Um, this has absolutely nothing to do with trucks or music, but it does have to do with me. And it has to do with the fact that, did you know, love you? I don't even know if I told you this. I officially am done breastfeeding Flynn. Did you yeah, know that? Uh, not really. I just haven't heard him saying milk. 
Yeah, he's he's slow, but I kind of let him wean himself off, and it's he, he's kind of been done for a couple months. But yeah, every once in a while, he still wanted. I some. would see it going on, but that was kind of your guys' thing. I just <laughs> kind of like let you guys do well, your thing. I didn't want to interrupt. He's done, <laughs> which is a very strange time for a breastfeeding mother when your child is finally done uh, breastfeeding. But one exciting thing about it is that now I get like a full on like makeover. With all my bras, no more nursing bras, and now I get to like. You only got the one. Well, no, (laughs) I had multiple, but now I have a whole new collection of bras, and they're really amazing. So I want to tell you guys about them. So I have these incredible Third Love bras. Now, what is Third Love? Let me tell you. Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all-day comfort and support, giving you the perfect fit. And guess what? If you don't love the bra. The exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. They have more than 80 sizes. Every Third Love bra is made with signature memory foam, cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. They have so many sizes to choose from. They even have half cup sizes and bands 30 to 48. So 80 sizes? I know. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot of sizes. There's a lot of different shapes out there. That's why I love this. This is why I love this company. Like they really, really make sure that you have a bra that is fitting you perfectly. The process of finding your perfect bra is super fun and easy too. The fitting room quiz is an interactive experience that focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to deliver bras and underwear that are perfect for you. So much better than a traditional bra fitting experience, which was always so awkward. I hated them. Did you know this? Did you know about this? You could go into like I'm, a bra I'm, store. So I'm, just, I'm lost deep in thought on just the idea of wearing a bra and what that must no, be No, but like. listen to this. What? Like when you get a bra fitting, you like go into a bra store and like some like young girl employee getting paid like minimum wage is like measuring your boobs like with and like it's just so it's it was always so awkward to me like it was always so uncomfortable that there was like a, a young girl a just like the, a stranger measuring your chest and telling you the type of That's bra thing? yes yes like when you it would was go so to foot locker and they would put your foot in that like yes, metal but thing for bras Yes, it's crazy. I always hated what? it, which meant that I was always wearing the wrong size bra because I would just avoid getting the bra sizing thing. So I would always just wear ill-fitting bras. So this is so much better than that traditional bra fitting experience because this one you can do from the comfort and convenience of your own home. So guys, um, break up with your bad bra and fall in love with better bras and underwear that will provide you the comfort and quality that you deserve. From classic lace that actually feels soft to their number one rated 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. That's the one I have and I love it. Check out all the exclusive styles at thirdlove.com. And New Lounge by Third Love is made to wear everywhere. Their luxe mix and match styles are your unofficial uniform for anything you feel like doing. Lounging, running errands, dressing up, dressing down, etc. Premium cotton fabrics and drapey, easy fitness and wovens available in sizes extra small through 3XL, all with the quality and fit Third Love is known for. So Third Love knows your one true fit is out there. So right now they're offering my listeners 20% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash relax now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash relax for 20% off today. Go check it out. I love it. And I know you guys will too. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to move on to Twitter and, um, f- you guys have asked a lot of fun questions and, uh, you guys have been very active with the podcast recently because last week we, uh, well, Eric sang a song based on your, 
reviews of our show on Apple Podcasts. And uh, you guys were so sweet and kept giving us more reviews and um, have said some very wonderful things. So I'm sure Eric has another song in the works. Should I do that again? Yes, do it again. Yeah. So leave leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. five-star reviews, Mm -hmm. uh, and your review may end up as a lyric in the next song. Maybe I'll do it next week. Yeah, I think you should. Um, So thanks to everyone who's been doing that. That was a lot of fun. Um, I got, there's so many questions. We're just going to go through a few, um, right now that you guys have asked on Twitter. Lovey, Emily wants to know, what are your opinions on ranch? What, what do you mean? For what? Like specifically, like are we talking like a jalapeno popper? Or are we talking like we're dipping a fry in there? Like, doesn't, there's no specifications. It just says, what are your opinions uh, ranch. on ranch? Uh, like, as I said, jalapeno popper, mm-hmm. um, a buffalo wing, mm-hmm. uh, Pretty much ranch is like, uh, it's a ketchup, but it's white and it tastes different and it's great. Well, people know what ranch is. Oh, she's asking she, if you she, like I it. I thought she was asking like, what is ranch? No, she's saying, what is your opinion on it? It's great. I know so problem with ranch. Because apparently Eric doesn't understand how questions work. I'll answer this one. Um, Whoa. Ranch is delicious. You're really aggressive this episode. I don't know well, if you realize that. I'm just that, so confused but... why you don't understand. How do you not know what your opinions on ranch means? What is your opinion on ranch? Not, I said what is, it's great, and then I elaborated further. What? It's a podcast. Like you they're listening listed, to me talk. Did you, you want me to just say cool? No, that's good. You listed things that you dip ranch into. You didn't say yeah, how I, you I, felt I, about approvingly, it. Approvingly, meaning the things that I where I find ranch applicable. You said, you said you're ranch, awful. You said ranch <laughs> is a dip. Anyway, we both like, like ranch. a ranch that you live on. What do you mean? Well, that's kind of how you answered it. You were like, ranch, let me give you a definition I of said, ranch. I immediately said jalapeno poppers. Yes, that is just listing that's, food. I, I was li- no, I was listing things I would apply ranch to. You didn't to. say that. You can't just say words and think we do know Do we have ranch saying. in the fridge? Yes. Maybe. Definitely we do. There you go. Is that what you... So are these just like... Are we Love, doing a lightning round? If I asked you, do you like clothes and you said shirt i think the pants fault is in jackets. the interviewer and not the interviewee in this you case listed, okay you just listed Barbara walters over food. here ranch and i say oh uh, yeah i like it and you're like terrible answer you didn't no no no. that would have been a great answer if you said yeah i like it you didn't <laughs> say yeah i like it you said jalapeno poppers thanks for listening to the last <laughs> ever relaxed podcast okay no next person said um a britney wanted to know favorite documentaries or true crime documentaries i thought this was a really good question for us we it's kind of a blur them. there's so many good ones. the staircase is really good <gasps> totally did it by the way so good i like the staircase oh there was another what's the other one that's really good there's i don't want to say anything about it but it's Oh my god, I feel like it's called like the fox or something like that. Oh, see, here I am giving you examples of things that you can dip ranch into. And when she asked about a murder documentary, you just go, oh. No, I said, I it's, think you're, no, literally. You said the word fox. No, I said, oh, it's so good. It'd be like, you went, murdered- it would be like, oh, you know, it's so good in ranch. I love ranch. You know, it's so good in ranch. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. What is it called? That's what I just did. I go, oh, all right. Lo- Let's turn it around. Love ranch. Yes or no? I love it. I think ranch is delicious. What do you use ranch for? I use it with anything. Because that's what the people want to know. No, they said opinions on ranch. <laughs> not list things that go you put in ranch. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion is just items you dip in ranch. Yes. <laughs> no. What else are you using it for? What else are you using A it for? Salad dressing? Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
literally its actual use, not just listing never, foods. Never yes, this is a crazy moment. It's never occurred to me that ranch is a salad dressing. No way. Is it? What? What do you mean? I gotta get the mic out. What? What? Wait, are you being... What ju- salad are you putting ranch on? Like what it, salad? Oh, my God. The best is what like... What salad like does a, ranch go on? It is every garden salad at every restaurant. Have you ever been to a diner? Every side salad is like <laughs> iceberg lettuce, cucumbers, shredded carrots, dip. and I ranch. I never thought of it as a salad. Maybe a singular tomato, like, but ranch. Why am I crying? <laughs> okay. So Eric just reminded me, the docuseries, my favorite murder docuseries is The Jinx. And I cannot tell you anything yeah, about great. it. Uh, Don't look up anything about it. Don't do any. Just watch it. The Staircase or or Jinx. Yeah, for sure. That's that one's on HBO. Staircase, I think, is on Netflix now. Um, I also love Mother Dead and Dearest. Um, is incredible. I really liked the one about the Golden State Killer that came out last year on HBO by Patton Oswalt. It's hard to say you like these things. Uh, they're very yeah. very well done about well like done. very yeah. tragic circumstances, but um. Oh my god, there's so many. I'm trying to think of other ones that I've really loved. There's a lot of good ones, but our our like favorites right now is just we we like forensic files. Like highly recommend if you're out of like murder or true crime documentaries to watch. There's, put about, on forensic there's files. about 14 seasons of forensic there's, files. There's probably 30 seasons. My, literally, th- I don't know how we we've been watching forensic files at like multiple episodes every night as we go to sleep. There's for still new ones. Probably yeah. a year, and we there's somehow we have never had a repeat. Like we watch a new one every night, mm-hmm. and we skip the ones about kids, and we still have. Somehow not yeah, can't seen them all. Kid uh, yeah, we can't watch anything that has to do with kids. Um, but yeah, the those are our favorites. Um, great question. We know all about fibers and luminol. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all that scientific uh crime solving greatness. So this one is the last one from Twitter I'm gonna ask because I'm actually curious about this. And this might be a longer episode slash story than we'll have time for today, but Mimi wants to know. Um, you guys should talk about your in real life horror stories, supernatural encounter stories. Love you both. Now, I have uh, talked about my supernatural experiences a lot. I went to a religious school, and I think that supernatural ghost, demon type things, uh, those types of experiences are very attracted to uh, religious places because if you're looking for and believing in a supernatural world, you're going to find that stuff. This sounds like a whole episode. I know. I've so, seen a ghost once. See, this is what I wanted. Oh, wait, are you being joking? Or okay, hold on, because I've talked about my supernatural experiences yeah, so have. many times, and Eric has never. In fact, he rolls his eyes at me when I talk about this. And so, I, when I read that t- tweet, I was like, I want to ask Eric if he's ever had a supernatural once. experience. You really have for yeah, real just one time, and you're gonna make fun of me for it for sure. What is when it? When I was a kid. Okay, we're gonna have to go deep in on this in the next episode. But like, can you give me a like a Cliff Snow version of it? <laughs> Okay. When you were a kid? Oh my when God. When I was a very little kid, I was sleeping in the top bunk. Mm-hmm. And it was the night before Easter. Mm-hmm. And I saw a version, of, a horrifying version of the Easter bunny come into our bedroom, me and my sibling, and go, shh. No. And I, it's like the only, sounds insane. It's the only, you're looking at me like. Well, because I don't know if that was a ghost or an intruder. Or just like, like a dream I had or, or something. But it's like a vivid, like I thought I was awake. I thought I was like a lucid moment. 
I was very little. I was probably like four or five, but I remember it to this day, which I don't remember any other instances like that at all to say, but I remember like being in New Jersey, being in a bedroom with a sibling on top bunk and I heard a noise and I sat up and it was a horrifying version. Like imagine like the most horrifying, horrifying, like horror movie version of the Easter Bunny you can imagine. Not like a pleasant one. An adult, like a tall... Like look like the Easter bunny, like, but like in a terrifying way. And like, in you just sit up from the top bunk of a bed and you're like, what's that noise? And you're like, kind of looking down. Wait, so it was small. No, I'm looking down from top bunks. It's okay. uh, like, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have like a tape measure, but it was like five, six feet tall, like a oh big, a big thing. What? And, it, and it like saw that I sat up in the bunk bed and put its finger to its, finger mouth. To its mouth and just said, shh. <gasps> and I go, oh, and laid back down and like, I think went back to sleep, but. That's my like one ghost story is the Easter Bunny. Wait, look, I think there's an intruder in your house. We might have just unlocked a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions. Okay, maybe next time we'll talk about supernatural experiences. Leave a comment. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about next time. What things you like about this podcast, what things you don't like, keep to yourself because we're very fragile. Um, but please tell us what you like and what you want to see more of. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank A big thank you to our producers, TJ and Tony. Yeah, thank and, you to and, the listeners. Uh, what do they say? They say like and... Uh... Like and subscribe and, and do all the things. Reviews and five stars on the podcast apps. All the things that you want to do if you want. We just had some cool sweatshirts come out. Mm-hmm, so you can check those out. All so the things. So if you want merchandise of whatever this is. And we have an amazing outro song today. You guys have been sending in all your outro These songs. These are so good and it, it makes me so happy. And I, I try and... They're amazing. Like, see as many of them as I can. Please send, keep sending in your They're versions so of the theme song so today's, forever for the rest of my life. Um, today's uh, little outro is, of course, Char and Abby. And it is so cute and so amazing. So uh, let's hear it. They sound they sound amazing. Like, I'm very I impressed. I saw this. They're like doing like harmonies and stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh, you guys very, it's it. like extremely impressive. Like, they're very talented. It's very good. So, here you go. Love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So, you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast.